So if I have this independent woman who don't need no man, right? And she's like, I don't need anybody. I can do it all myself. Well, honey, you're living in the unhealthy masculine energy. It's no wonder why you are having a hard time finding a person to match your energy that you are going to feel good with because your energy is not healthy. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Self-Love Breakfast Club podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and here we eat self-love for breakfast. Oh, you guys, I am so excited. I want to tell you a little bit about what is happening, what's going on, because next week, in like a week and a couple of days, if you're listening to this the day it drops, we are launching the Self Love Breakfast Club community, the membership. And I am so flipping excited. I still feel like I have a million things to do before it's ready, but it's coming together. Oh my God. So incredibly. I am just like, I am beyond excited about this. If you've heard me chat a little bit about this, um, I haven't talked a ton about it on the podcast, just a little bit, really in the beginning of season three, when we were talking about what my vision is and, and where we're going here with this. And this is the next step. This is a place for women who are working on themselves to do that in a space where other women can be supportive, non-judgmental, where it will be safe to do so. And then also have the tools. So like I have a lot of people that I've sat with in discovery calls for either my one-on-one coaching or my group coaching program. And you know, sometimes it's not a good fit, which is totally fine. And sometimes that's because the ticket price is a little too much for someone at that time. And it's not as accessible as something like this. I've had people want to enroll in my programs, but they're full. So honestly, you guys, like they're going to be full through the end of the year. And I really wanted to create something where people could still come and work with me. And like, if you're kind of skeptical or just like not sure about diving into a one-on-one program or you don't know what one's right for you, I thought it would be amazing to have the tools that I use in my coaching at this accessible level for anyone who wants to be a part of it. And I think that that will allow me to help as many people as possible when, you know, my hours are limited on taking, you know, one-on-one people. They, it takes up a lot of time. So I will tell you guys more about the club, what's in it on launch day, which is supposed to be July 14th. Now I say supposed to be not because I don't believe in it or believe in myself, but I have done so many launches over the years and so many different businesses of mine. I've done launches for clients back when I used to do marketing and promotions. And I will tell you that most of the time, launches do not go as planned. <laughs> you know, sometimes if you're like, oh yeah, we're going to launch in June and, and you're in January right now, well then usually like June, no, we're going to launch in September. That's when it's actually going to happen. That won't be the case for this, but you know, I'm just saying we we're supposed to launch on the 14th. I feel pretty confident that we will, and you'll hear about it here first, unless you join my text list. And you guys, I tell my text people everything first. I send my text, my text friends coffee. It's just like my own little like group community of people who just want to be on top of stuff. So if you guys want to be the first to know all of the things that's going on, if you text podcast to 704 704- 
270-6577. Then you can be a part of my text friends and you can text me at any time and I can text you guys. And, you know, it's really cool because it's not like you're in a group text. It's not like you're going to get everyone else's messages, right? But if I send a mass message to all of you, or I might even send individual messages, I reply back and forth with individuals all the time. Um, It's just like a really fun way for me to stay connected to the people that I care about and that care about what's going on in my world. So if you guys want to know when the club is launching or more info about it and be the first and go ahead and text podcast to that number I just gave you. I'm just really pumped, you guys. I've been working on the landing page until my eyes cross, and I'm like so stoked. So today I want to talk about men and women. And I know that we've dived into masculine and feminine energy before on the podcast when I had uh, my friend Ashley Pearl on. And today is going to be just a little bit different because I keep seeing women out there on social media just kind of like complaining that they feel like they're too much you know, they are independent, they are strong. And what they're coming up against out there in the wild, in the dating wild, are are men that quote unquote cannot handle them. And I think there's a lot to unpack here. And so I kind of wanted to take a crack at it. I wanted to dive in because as a very independent, strong force (laughs) to be reckoned with, I understand a little bit about where they're coming from. And I do not believe, you know, that they're, I, I believe that their experience is real to them, but I do not believe that there aren't men out there that can hold the space. I know a lot of incredible, powerful, strong, ambitious creators, like these women who are just absolute powerhouses that have incredible relationships that are that are with men who are very masculine and are confident in their masculinity and can hold the space for a woman who might lean a little bit more in the masculine. And and I just want to kind of wipe your wipe your brain a little bit here. When when I say masculine and when I say feminine, I'm not talking about your societal norm shit, okay? So like don't come for me. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm talking about masculine and feminine energies. And this is the way the, the world is very old and energy is even older. And there is a stark difference between masculine energy, healthy, a healthy masculine energy and unhealthy masculine energy. Okay. And both men and women can have that. We both have both. And then there is the the healthy feminine energy. And then there's also the unhealthy feminine energy. And we can both have that as well. We are both, when our feminine and masculine are in balance and we are living in the healthy side of things, that is when we are at our best. Okay. So when a man is strong in his masculine, now people are talking out there talking about toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity is the unhealthy masculine. It is that distorted masculine. It's not living in the gift of masculine, okay? And that toxic masculinity is because that man is not secure in his masculinity. Because if you you feel like you need to go out there and be like, I'm macho, I'm so masculine, blah, 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 then you're not. Like you're just, you're not living in it. You're a beta, Okay. And with women, 
we have this this hard construct, the societal view of what femininity is. And it's like this little tiny box that we have shoved women in forever. Okay. <laughs> and from the outside looking in this little box, it's like women should be quiet. Women should be, you know, this and that and pretty and seen and, and not heard too much. And like, you know, there's always like, don't do this too much, but don't do that too much when you are looking at a woman of this like idealistic femininity. But that's not what healthy femininity is. It's not. Okay. And so when we have people living in the unhealthy of either, We've got a lot of bullshit going on, especially in the dating world, okay? So uh, being a leaning towards the masculine, a woman who is go, 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 doing, 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 you know, that can lean, that can be unhealthy. So if I have this independent woman who don't need no man, right? And she's like, I don't need anybody. I can do it all myself. Well, honey, you're living in the unhealthy masculine energy. It's no wonder why you are having a hard time finding a person to match your energy that you are going to feel good with because your energy is not healthy. Okay. So now there's a difference in still having that drive, that confidence, but there's a different feeling to it. There's a more of a groundedness. There's more of a flowiness. There's not this like force, this push, this shove. And there's this understanding and this acceptance that in wanting to be with another human being, you get to rest a little bit. And that feels good, right? So I'll use myself as an example. When I met my husband, you know, my husband and I are both alphas. (laughs) We are both alphas. And if my husband was a beta, then he would not be able to, to handle me. He just wouldn't. He would feel threatened. He would feel like, I'm making him look bad or I'm too strong for him or I do too many things or I'm too shiny, right? But my husband is very, very confident and very strong in his masculinity. He knows who he is. He knows he can hold the space. He thrives in being supportive and protection and protecting me. He knows that I don't need necessarily all of this, right? But that's what feels good for him, holding, holding the space, holding me down, supporting me. He does not need or desire to be in front of people. He does not need or desire to be out there and running businesses and doing all this stuff. He's very happy in what he's doing. He's very strong in his masculinity. And if I were to be making more money than him, he's cool with that. If I am blowing up left and right in my business, that, the other thing, he's cool with that. He does not need me to dull myself in order for him to be strong in his masculinity. And he also has these beautiful feminine qualities too, where he can listen, he can hold space, he can be compassionate, he can be kind. He's got a lot of this flow to him, right? He is mostly very much so in balance. So when you have a man who is really healthy in their masculinity, there's none of that toxic bullshit And you have a woman who is very strong. She's able to settle more into her divine femininity. She's able to settle more into who she is with love and grace and compassion and be that force. Like women are meant. I know some people are going to get pissed off by this. If you're a man listening to this, probably going to be like, what? Women are meant to run the world. Yeah. Women are meant to run the world, but not in the way that we are used to seeing, not from force, not from power. We are meant to hold 
the world. We are meant to nurture the world. We are meant to create, to do, to thrive, to be, to bring together. That's what we're meant to do. We are very powerful. And when women support each other and we, and we really truly, not just, not just for the sake of social media likes or to look good. Oh, I run an organization of women who help each other. I've seen it. I've seen bullshit so many times with these organizations that claim to support women and they just support themselves. It's ridiculous, right? But when women truly, truly, truly have each other's backs and we lift each other up, you guys, there is so much power in that. It's a different kind of power. We're not trying to be greedy. We're trying to create and to lift up others. That's what we're great at. And when we have a supportive masculine, and it doesn't have to be a man and a woman. I just want to put that out there, you know? It doesn't have to be that. But when you have someone who's really rooted in their healthy masculinity, supporting someone who's really rooted in her healthy femininity, oh my, you have a, that's a power couple. That is a power, a true power couple. Not like, oh, you have a job and I have a job. So we're a power couple. <laughs> Who has seen that? Someone, someone just has a cool job. Someone else has a cool job. Oh, you guys are obviously a power couple. That's not what a power couple is, but we won't even get into that. But this is a true power couple. So when I see women upset and, you know, complaining about that they're not able to find someone who can essentially hold the space for them, and that's because there is, there is a lot of toxic, that unhealthy masculinity out there, and a lot of men feel threatened. But also, we have to look at ourselves. We have to look at ourselves. If we are looking for a mate, we have to be the person that we want to be with. We have to hold the energy that we want someone else to match. We can't be out there pissed off at the inventory. We can't be like, ah, men suck and all these people are the same and I get the same crap everywhere. Well, that's what you're going to attract. I'm sorry, but that's what you're going to attract. If you are pissed at what you're getting, that's what you're going to end up attracting. But if you're able to just be like, I am loving my life. I have a killer job. I love waking up every day and seeing what's on my calendar. I love the people in my life. It is awesome. I have such a rich, full life. Those betas aren't even going to, you're not even going to show up on their radar because they're going to look at you and be like, "Mm, that's way out of my league. I can't even, I can't even reach that. You're not even going to mess with them. They'll just like fall away. So if you are are one of those strong, independent women, you keep running into these beta men and like getting upset about it, then you need to check your energy. You need to check yourself. Because if you were truly in your healthy, you wouldn't even care. You'd just be like, oh, well, there's another beta. Okay, no worries. Right? It's how we respond to what's around us. And we can't change them. We can't make them be different. But you have to understand there's a lot of healthy out there too. There's a lot of healthy out there too. People don't believe it, but it's it's out there. So I was using this example to one of my, my girlfriends who was talking about this. And I was saying, you know, you're a lion. Bitch, you're a lion. <laughs> you need a lion to support you. You need a lion to be with you but you're messing around with hyenas. And then you're mad that all you've got is hyenas showing up. Why are you messing around with the dirty ass hyenas? You can't make a hyena a lion. You cannot make a hyena a lion, but you're mad because that's what you're getting when you need a lion. 
Lions do not care about what the hyenas are doing. Lions don't waste their time thinking about hyenas. Lions don't go on dates with hyenas. <laughs> they don't even, why would you, that's not even the same level. It's not even close. But we have so many women banging their head up against this wall and feeling like I'm too much for people. I'm too much for people. And that's the message they keep telling themselves because they keep lowering their vibe, lowering their energy to date someone who isn't where they're at or where they want to be. That's what ends up happening. So if you want to be alone and you're happy with that, that's great. That is great. But if you crave and desire a relationship, there is an amount of work that one needs to do on oneself. And a lot of it is about attracting who you want to be with. It's about attraction, not force. I hope this makes sense. (laughs) I hope this makes sense. I used to do way back when I first started writing publicly, I was a dating and relationship blogger. This was like in 2008. And I just took like the collective of all of my dating and relationship experiences because I had a ton. And I always was able to kind of look at them objectively and understand like, you know, what did I do here that made that other thing happen? Or or what happened here? Or why was this person like this? And just kind of like understanding. And, and now, especially where I really understand a lot more of what makes humans tick. And when I wrote this relationship blog, I came from this perspective of just like, own your own shit. Like so often, especially with women, and I'm sorry, girls, but we do this. So often we feel like we're always right. And the other guy is just, oh, he's an asshole or he's this or he's that. We have a level of responsibility in it. That's just, it is what it is. And as much as we don't want to admit it to ourselves, there are things at play that have been around for thousands of years. They are ingrained. They're instinctual for example, hard to get, playing hard to get, right? Now that this can be a relationship game, this can be a yucky game that people play. Or if you understand energetically how it actually works, then you'll understand more about why it happens. When you are reaching for someone constantly, when you're always available, when you're up in their stuff, right? They don't have time to miss you. They don't have time to to feel like they need you. They're just kind of like, oh, she's here again, right? And this is something I see all of the time. I wrote this article a while back called How to Get Your Boyfriend to Chase You Again. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. But what, what it was really about was not about like trying all these tactics and whatnot. It was about examining yourself and being like, okay, lady, well, what happened when you guys first got together? Like, granted, there's always this honeymoon period. It never really goes back to how it first truly was in the beginning. But who were you in the beginning of this relationship? And so often, this was a woman who had a ton of friends. This is a woman who had her own hobbies, things that she enjoyed, stuff that she loved. And as she got into this relationship, she stopped doing those things and spent 99% of her time with her significant other because it felt really good. It made her happy. But all of those other things that once made her happy kind of fell away. And in so many of these situations, you guys, I got emails all of the time, all of the time. And most of the time, this is what it was. The man was just like, 
oh, you again, you're here, you know, like they just felt they could feel just like a level of desperation coming from this woman and that she changed. She no longer was this, this woman with this full, happy life. She was a woman who has made him the center of her world. And as much as men will tell you they want that, they don't want that. And you should not want that, right? Like we should want to have full, whole lives separate from whoever that we're with. They're just like a bonus or an add-on. So that was like 99% of, of the emails I would get where it was this whole situation. Like these women would just like forget who they were. And then they would just like kind of like merge their energy in with their significant other. And he would just feel suffocated and bored. And the moment, the moment they shifted their own energy, their own perspective, started doing stuff that made them happy again started doing hobbies, went to a girlfriend's, like didn't, didn't, you know, maybe took a weekend trip with someone like one of their friends or something and just like, wasn't all up their, their (laughs) boyfriend's butt. Right. And then suddenly he was like, huh, he could feel like he felt the shift. A lot of the times we need to change, not who we are, but we need to shift our own energy if we want to get certain results out of people. That is, that's been something I've known for a really, really long time. You want people to be nicer to you, be nicer to them. You know, like we have to shift our own energy. We can't change other people. We can't change their behavior. But a lot of the times when we shift ours, subsequently, theirs ends up shifting. It's amazing. I have, I have tested this out a lot. <laughs> and I see it happen with my clients all of the time too. You know, I have a client who she's wonderful, but, you know, she struggles a lot at work and, you know, she's very serious at work and has struggled a lot with make, maintaining friendships and making friendships at work. And just sometimes her staff is like very cold to her or just they don't engage with her because they think, you know, she's just like kind of stern and it's tough. But once she started shifting her energy, once she stopped, you know, kind of doing these little things that she didn't necessarily need to do, they weren't her, they were done out of stress or they were done out of, they weren't coming from this like healthy place. Once she shifted her energy, now her staff is like bringing her coffee they're including her in conversations. They're cracking inside jokes with her. It went from this like complete 180, all because she just shifted a little bit. She went from being feeling stuck into this like one way and then was able to shift and then change everything around her. And we all have the ability to do that. It doesn't mean, like I said, we're not going to change, you know, people. We're not, you know, there are people out there who are really mean and horrible. And it's essentially because they have a lot of healing to do. We can't do that for them. But we can kind of shift our energy and how our interactions are going. And the other 1% of, well, maybe maybe a little more than 1% of the emails that I would get were, you know, women who were in controlling relationships, women who were with men who were just like not good, like very toxic. And that is really hard to explain to a woman like, hey, they're honestly, <laughs> you can try these things. You can try to fall back in love with yourself. And I always suggest that you do. I, I always brought the relationship stuff back to you because it, it's all about you. It's not about making someone else love you. It's about you and you loving you. So, you know, even in a situation like that, you're in this toxic situation, like, oh, it's like heartbreaking. Like, oh, why do you want this guy to come back? Like, let him go. <laughs> you know, like, let him go. Like, he's horrible. But, you know, you got to let people do their thing. So I just wanted to explore a little bit of this with you guys. And and I hope that it kind of like made you think a little bit, just like how we as humans 
can really kind of lean to one energy, the other, how we can shift, you know, into the masculine, the feminine. What does it mean to embrace our feminine? What does that mean? It doesn't mean looking perfect and pretty and quiet and being submissive. That is not what it means. But what does it mean to you to really drop into that divine femininity? What does that mean? And what does it mean to have that healthy masculine? Because a lot of women who are business owners, we have that. We have that masculine energy that a lot of us kind of tilt into. And if you listen to my episode on the father wound, sometimes it can come from that. Sometimes achievement and the desire to achieve can come from father wounding, but still, you know, the energy is still there. So having it in this healthy balance, even if we're a little bit leaned into one over the other. So I hope I gave you guys something to think about today. Again, I am I am so excited about the club. I am so excited to be able to help and coach and teach and be part of this incredible community of women that I know is coming. If it's even so much as like a little bit interesting to you, then I hope you'll check it out. I will have more on that next week. And again, you guys, I put out this content for free. I don't get paid. I don't have brand partnerships, nothing. So if you could please, 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 please share with a friend, share in your Instagram stories. I would be so, so grateful. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you back here soon. Bye for now. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Extel Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.